Hey, thanks for tuning in. You know, over the past several weeks, I've kind of gotten a lot of very similar types of conversations. And it tends to happen around this time of the year because, you know, for gym businesses and businesses in general, a lot of us are busy. And if you're an owner or a founder of a business, especially if you're a small business owner, you run into this a lot where you're so busy, you don't know what to do next and you're trying to figure out how to move forward. Well, when I was younger, one of the things that was always said to me was, if you want something done right, do it yourself. And I think there's some truth to that in a sense, uh, even on our own team, right? My, my wife works with me. She handles all of our marketing. And uh, we were having a conversation about her bringing certain people on and she wants things done a very specific way. Uh, because she takes ownership in the things that she's doing and she she owns some of these things. And the reality is, is that there's certain people that are just not going to own it the same way that you do, right? I had this uh, conversation with another person on our team uh, the other day. She wanted, she she takes ownership and pride in the work that she's doing. And so she wants to own the process. She wants to own the product. And so she doesn't want to give it up. And she gave me an analogy of, you know, when, when you have your baby and your own child, the last thing you want to do is hand it over to somebody else because you, you can't really entrust them the same way that you trust yourself to take care of your child. And it's the same thing with your business. I remember my first business that I opened, it was my baby, truly my baby. I spent so much time there and giving it off to another person who I'm hiring to treat it the exact same way that I'm going to treat it was a real challenge. So there is some truth to doing the things the right way and doing them yourself, right? If you want something done right, do it yourself. Well, there's also the 80-20 principle or the Pareto principle. And I didn't find out about this until years in business practice. As a matter of fact, I remember early on when I was working uh, in a corporate environment, I get so frustrated by some of these individuals who I would ask or have a conversation with them and they would go ahead and say they would take care of it or you know it would get done. And then I hear them talking to someone else and passing it off to that other person. And to me, I was frustrated because I'm thinking to myself, this person is just handing off what they said they were going to do to someone else. And now the expectation of what I thought was going to get done is, is getting lowered. Like the quality of work might get lowered. But I also think that maybe I suffer from the, the process of when I was a child, my parents would give my oldest brother something to do. He'd pass it off to the next one in line. And that next one in line would pass it off to the next until it landed on me. And I couldn't pass it off to my younger brothers because they were too young. They didn't know how to do much. I mean, they were little. So, you know, Maybe that maybe that's where it stems from. I don't know. But what I do know and what I've learned and what I've found is that through the process of owning multiple locations, through the process of working with a lot of employees, there comes a point when if you want to grow, you have to delegate. And that I don't know where that saying came from. Uh, you may hear it in businesses. But if you want something done right, do it yourself, right? That does apply. But if you want to grow, you got to delegate. And it has to be done. And you're not going to get 100% and you got to be okay with that. Okay, so uh, 
I'll give you an example and kind of a situation that I was in. I remember starting my personal training business and I took so much ownership of it that I didn't want anyone else training those clients. And I want anyone else sitting down, walking through the process. I really thought to myself, I was the best person for them to go through training. And years later, looking back on hindsight 2020, you kind of look at this and you go, there's a lot of people out there that are great trainers. So maybe I wasn't the best trainer for that person, for that particular individual. But I wanted to own the entire process from start to finish. I wanted to see that person get results. And then I myself, much like probably you, if you're in the service industry, you kind of get attached to the clients that you're working with. And when you're attached to the clients you're working with, I mean, they're bringing you stuff for holidays. They're bringing you treats, uh, bringing you birthday cards. And you feel like you, you can't abandon them, right? You feel like if you were to have somebody else work with them, you abandoned them and they don't, they're not going to like that. So what I found okay, over the years was that I had to let go of that part of me. I had to let go of the idea of the fact that I, I have to do all of this on my own because it's only limiting me to the 24 hours of day that I actually have available. And my tipping point was, I remember I had all these clients and I was working with them and I was doing all these things. We're trying to grow our business. And I was on a flight and I decided because this flight was an international flight, it's a long flight. I'm going to read this book that someone told me about. It was the 80-20 principle. And as I'm reading this book, my eyes start to open up a little bit. Okay, it's, it's, uh, The book is 80-20 principle by Richard Koch. And um, it really changed the way that I looked at my business. It changed the way that really I started looking at everything and it was hard to unsee or unlearn. And you start uh, even just recently, this past December, I was going through our numbers for, our, for BizOps, for our business. And I'm seeing that 20% of our customers, the top 20% of our customers are giving us 80% of our revenue. And it's probably the same way in your business if you really start digging into the numbers. I also realized back then, so I have this um, MPR, member to personal training revenue uh, ratio that I use. And when we would have members join our gym, say 100 members join, I knew that 85% of the people who join were going to go ahead and get an appointment for a movement analysis. Of that 85%, 65% were going to show. Of the 65% that showed, depending on who was closing, okay, it was anywhere from 40 to 45%. So if you, if you work those numbers backwards, you're going to come up with 22 to 25%. Now, it's not the 80-20, but it's pretty darn close, right? So you're at like 78-22 or you're at 75-25. Uh, so you start to see these numbers. You start to see these patterns. And the reality is, is if you want duplication, it, it, and I, I, I say this in a sense that I also remember as a child that I thought it would be so cool if I could have a twin or a triplet, right? Or many of me, because I just thought that was neat, right? Uh, I, I can't remember the movie, Multiplicity, Multiplicity, I think was the name of the movie, and I can't remember the actor, but he was able to multiply himself and then go do all these other things, right? He could now spend more family time and he could go play baseball and he could go have fun and then he could have someone else go to work for him. For him. And so all these multiples of himself are doing these jobs and tasks throughout the day. And he's, he's having a blast because he's having so much get done in one day. He's now multiplying his 24 hours into 240 hours because there's 10 of them. 
you can do the same thing in your work and it doesn't have to be overly complex and it doesn't have to be this idea of, well, if I hire someone else, that's money out of my pocket. If that's how you're looking at it, you will be stuck. You will always be exactly where you're at and you will never move forward from where you're at today. Okay. It's the same process that you go through with your clients. When you sit down with your clients to work with them, to coach with them, okay, to train them, to, to help them see the results, a lot of the times you're doing the same thing. You're sitting there, you're working through a plan, and you, if they don't do anything, they're going to be in the same spot they were last year or the year before, right? So this is the same scenario even for us as business owners. We have to take a step back and look and go, all right, where am I at and what things am I okay delegating? What things are on my list that I can go ahead and hand off to somebody else that's going to be maybe 80% as good as I could do it? Okay, so if you look at it that way and you go, all right, I'm, I'm going to be okay with this one thing being 80% as good as I could do it. And some of you might be saying, well, yeah, if you go do that, number one, you're paying somebody. And number two, if you're paying that person, there's a lot of times that you could go do that one thing. And that one thing that's going to take them maybe 15 minutes, you could do it in two minutes, right? You, instead of training them, because it's going to take you more time to train them on that one thing than it is for you to do it. Okay, well, then you have to just kind of like have an internal thought process on whether or not that thing that they're doing has a huge impact on the business. If it has a huge impact on the business, yeah, sure, you need to do it yourself. But if it doesn't have that big of an impact on the business and it's something that they'll refine, they'll refine that skill set over time, let them learn the process, let them be good at 80%. And over time, they'll, they'll refine it and, and improve it. And you now, gain time for yourself to work on the bigger projects, to work on the bigger things, the things that actually are going to move the business in the right direction. So you can multiply yourself. You can multiply your time. All right. So I'll give you an example when, when this hit me, right? So I'm traveling, I'm reading this book. It's starting to, to make sense to me. And when I got back, um, the individuals that I had hired, I started promoting people. And then I, I had, I don't know, it was like three or four area managers. And I said, Hey, listen, instead of going through this process where I'm coming to all of these uh, training meetings, right. With new staff. And I take them through the process of how they would go through an MA uh, process, how they would go through the sales process, how they would go through and sell what they would talk about. And it was, you know, some of these, uh, meetings, things would become robotic. And so you have to break them of those habits. But I remember I sat down, I said, I, the, these four people, they were very proficient in the same thing that I was doing. Like they could do it just as good as me. In some cases they could do it better than me. So I said, why don't the four of you just over the course of this next week, instead of going out to the gyms, sit down. And I just want you to write out the plan. The, the same plan that we use to train and hire staff. Okay, so let's not really make it an SOP because I didn't like calling it an operations procedure, like a standard operating procedure for everyone is too corporate for me. So we just put together kind of a roadmap, right? A training manual. And then they started adding questions to it. So that way, as new hires were coming in, right? They, they did it better than I would have done it. As new hires were coming in, then they would have them go through this training manual. They would give it to them to review. Then they'd take them through a couple of days of actually training them on it. Then they would take them through a test. 
And then after a week or two, everyone that they onboarded, they knew everything they needed to know. And I didn't have to do that task anymore. And now it was bound, right? It's something that we had and we could use over and over and over. So now all of that information that I had in my brain that I was holding on to, because I was the only one who knew how to do it. I had taught it to a few other people. Those few other people improved upon it. Then those few other people created a manual for it. Then those few other people now had a manual. The manual was there. All of it was on paper. All of it was digital, right? Because we took some of it and we created digital items from it. And now we had people who we had hire and we would just have them go to a site online, take tests, do review sessions. And it became a lot simpler. It, it freed me up to go focus on other things, which for my, at the time for my position was actually go find more locations, more gyms that I could work with. And then how else can we expand this model? So I say this to you because even when I did this process, my first thought was not the cost that I'm going to burden. My first thought was, how can I hire these people? And I know that I'm going to take a step backwards for a little bit, like even, even monetarily, right? I knew that whatever I was making, I was going to have to give up a little bit more. I was going to have to give a little bit more of that pie up in order to make something greater out of it. And that really did happen for me. And that process happened for me. And I see this with a lot of gym owners right now. You know, you're, you are busy this year. Okay, a lot of business owners in general, it doesn't matter whether you're operating a spa or a clinic or a gym or anything in the service industry, you're busy. This is the time of year that you're busy and you're trying to figure out, you, maybe did you hit that cap? Are you, you at a steady state right now where everything revenue-wise is stable and you're never going to grow anymore? Well, if you want to grow, you have to bring more people on and you have to support that team. You have to support that growth. Focus on the items. If you haven't heard it from me, you've probably heard it somewhere else. Focus on the items that are going to help you grow your business, right? What are the big items? What are the big things in your business that are going to take you from where you're at now and multiply it? Okay. And in order to multiply it, you got to multiply your time, which means you got to delegate. So I hope that's helped. Find the things that are low hanging fruits, items that you can hand off to somebody else and they'll do it 80% as good as you. And when you get the chance, go take a look at uh, Richard Koch's book, uh, 80-20 Principle. Excellent book. Perry Marshall also has some, uh, something similar out there. It's 80-20. I think it's sales and marketing book. Take a read. Look at it. And if you had similar situation like this, or maybe you yourself have been through a similar, similar scenario, and you're like, you know what? Yeah, I did do that. I started delegating my, my time freed up. Or how do I delegate? How do I find more time in, in my day? Go ahead and, and uh, you know, put some stuff in the chat. Reach out to me, mbenso at bizops.com, or you can hit me up on Instagram. And I'd be more than happy to just hear what you got to say or give you some feedback. Or uh, maybe you've got something else that adds value to the other listeners uh, that are listening to this. And more importantly, if you haven't done it so already, go ahead and smash that subscribe button, uh, like and share it. And that's all I got for you today. I hope today was helpful. And if not, listen to uh, the next episode because I'm sure you're going to find something valuable in here. See you guys on the flip side. Thanks for listening. Hey, real quick, if you missed something, check the show notes below for a quick recap on those points. And if you've enjoyed this week's episode, 
please share the word with other fellow gym owners too. And take a moment to visit Apple Podcasts and just leave us a quick review. I'd really appreciate that. Your review can help us reach out to more listeners just like you. And if you're a visual person, you can also find our full episodes in our YouTube channel at Sweat Success Podcast. As I always say, sweat is a price we pay for success. Thank you for listening. And remember, go out there, embrace hard work, educate yourself, push yourself beyond your limits. I know you got it. Have faith and watch success follow suit. Thanks.